Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 117 on Monday the 7th of February 2011. My name is Stephen Layton and I like coffee more than I like gin and tonic. Actually, don't think I need the wind sound effects this week. It's very windy in here. Sorry about the door rattling there. Um, can do nothing about it. So, good news to start off this week. It is a short one. Um, I know that the past couple have been very long and they've been very huge coffees. This one, I know only a tiny bit about, but I know that it's a very tasty coffee and I know that you're going to absolutely adore it. Um, I reckon we're going to be sub 15 seconds. Oh, I hear a cheer. Um, nice to hear the feedback from last week about Aradetto's uh, interview. Um, all the work went into the subtitles was completely repaid by your lovely, lovely comments and emails. So thank you very, very much. Um, so, the coffee this week. The past few weeks, and, and to be fair, the past few months have all been all about Central South America. Um, a continent that is currently in season, we've seen Brazil's, Bolivia's, all those arrive. But it's time for a jump of continent, and um, we're going to jump across to Africa and mainly to Kenya. Um, the coffee is called Kenyak Kaguya. Um, it's the Mareru, 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 Mareru Cooperative, based in uh, the Thurka Coffee Mills. And it is an SL28 and a little bit of SL24. SL standing for Scottish Labs, which did some work in the 30s with colonial countries, developing different varietals of coffee from strains. Um, kind of ironic that they gave them SL... Uh, SL28, as it's one of the lowest yielding strains out there, is not very pest resistant, um, and they didn't do a particularly good job of finding a coffee that was great for increasing production. What they did find was a final cup profile that is desired, and, you know, amazing, and something that is, is very highly revered. Um, and you've seen this varietal kind of turn up all around the world. I've seen some in uh, El Salvador, uh, in Guatemala, uh, Colombia. So a very exciting varietal. Uh, the altitude of this coffee is 1,700 to 1,950. Uh, a very small group of farmers, uh, so that's why there's the big changes in altitude. With most of them having an average of around about 200 trees or 0.15 hectares, which is tiny, tiny, tiny. Um, so very small farm. Don't know much more than that really. Uh, but the reason for choosing this coffee this week is in the break, which is going to be while I go and make the coffees, uh, I've done an interview with a guy called Martin Ball, um, who used this coffee this week in a coffee-making competition. Um, I'll leave you for Martin to tell you all about it um, while I whap on pause and make drinks. But hopefully it'll all become clear once you, once you see that. So uh, I will whap it on pause and I shall be back in just a minute. So, thank you for coming back. Um, I'm joined by Martin. Martin Ball. Indeed, Martin Ball. Ooh, 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 I remember. Fantastic. Um, Martin is a, a kind of mixologist. Is that the right name? Just bartender. Just yeah, bartender. he's not just a bartender. Anything to do with drinks, yeah. Just, just likes to make good drinks. Superb. But Martin's also really interested in coffee as well. And uh, kind of, always, you've been kind of been around a little bit in working coffee environments as well as bars, haven't you? Sir? Yeah, yeah. I've worked in, so you know, mainly bartending. You know, I believe that everything should be served as best as it can. So, worked in um, name dropping, flat white. Worked for free and learned some stuff off them, and they gave me the knowledge, and I took it on with me and just kept learning. And 
this man put me in the right direction again. It just gets better, yeah. That's cool. So the reason that I'm, I'm, I'm here talking to you today is you competed in a competition last Wednesday? Tuesday, Wednesday? Tuesday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, last Tuesday. Last yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Tuesday. So can you tell everybody who's watching what the competition was and what you did? Okay, so the, the competition was called uh, Spirits, Good Spirits and Coffee in Good Spirits. The sing, yeah, that's it, Coffee in Good Spirits. And um, the idea is you get eight minutes to make two Irish coffees and uh, two signature alcoholic drinks. Um, so I entered the competition, um, made two Irish coffees and two signature drinks. The difference was I, uh, the whole brief was, you know, that's, it's all about the coffee. So um, I got a Kenya Kaguya, uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it, yeah? That is how you fully, pronounce fully it. Fully washed, yeah. uh, again. Uh, that was just a single varietal bean, and we're using an espresso shot of that with some gin and uh, some Dubonnet. And we shook it all together and did a classic uh, twist on a, a cocktail called the Negroni. Any more? Or shall I no, no, that's cool. no, 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 that's that's really cool. So, the Irish coffees, you're making those up with. How did you make your Irish coffees? Oh, well, <laughs> this is a leading question. Okay, so the whole idea was the eight minutes has got to be planned out specifically. You've got to know what you're doing. So, um, I had one uh, grind of setup for filter coffee and one grind of setup for espresso. Um, so I'll start the competition, I do is I'll push, push the grinder for the filter coffee and I'll let that grind and infuse it in an even solo method, four minutes to brew, get my espressos enough for my signature drink, shake it when we come back, we can do the filter coffees. So first thing on, I uh, push the button, address the audience, and the grinder didn't work. So I'm like, okay, push it again, and the grinder doesn't work. And I'm looking to Dale, and I'm like, and Dale can't say anything, I get disqualified. So like, right, let's just crack on. So I made my signature drinks first, and I hear three minutes going, I thought, right then, Two Irish coffees on the fly, I shouted out on stage to get myself, I'm like, two Irish coffees on the fly. Got in the zone and, and did it as a, an espresso shot instead, which kind of worked in my favour. Uh, the the flavour was actually really good, a, a bit more intense actually. So yeah. That's amazing, I mean, what we're going to show in a minute is, like, just so you know it was, this is in the break, so I've talked about the coffee beforehand, I'm talking to you now, and then I'll go and brew the coffees. And yeah. this coffee is an espresso. I've never really got on with. <laughs> so, uh, in an Americano, I'm going to have to try it as an Americano, just to kind of, because that, that's cool that it really worked in, yeah. in, in your favour with it. So, because obviously, the, you know, the, the time is kind of key with all these stuff. So, you were working against a, a clock of seven minutes. Yeah. Had you built any time in at all for mistakes happening? Or was uh, it just, not at all. No, no it was like, have your face, just pushing the button on the grinder. Yeah, happy days. Uh, that's brilliant that you think on your feet. Yeah. So, you work here. Do you yeah. want to tell people what this is and where you uh, yeah. are? This is a, this is residence bar in Namwich, which is in Cheshire. Uh, this is the upstairs function bar, and a nice, quite little place to have a chat. But it's a, it's a great little res, uh, you know restaurant and bar where I can make great drinks and uh, enjoy myself. Really, the cocktail menu. I've been, I was waiting for mine to come along through the cocktail menu. It's like phenomenal. So because yeah, that's, I would I be right in saying you're more of a, a of a cocktail person than you are a coffee person. As I'm more of a coffee person yeah, than a cocktail yeah. person. I yeah, enjoy, yeah, yeah. I enjoy that, but you really know the drinks inside out and the coffee you've kind of learned because of the drinks. That's right, yeah, that's exactly right, that's exactly right. I mean, the funny thing was on the, the, the enter sheet for the coffee industry, it says a barista in Italian is someone who's mastered in all drinks behind the bar, and I've always taken that to be true, you know? Yeah, What's yeah. the point of a good pre-dinner martini if you post an espresso rubbish? There's no point, so, and that's getting good awesome. drinks. No, that's absolutely awesome. Listen, mate, Thank you very much. Oh, uh, people who want to find out where this is, um, if you go, is there a yeah, website? www.residence.uk.com Link below there so you can see. It's also on the Has Been app, uh, so it's somewhere that we're really proud of that serve our coffee and do a really cool job. So come in and see if you're in the local area. Thank you very much, buddy. Cheers, Maastricht.
Maastricht, yeah. Here we go, happy days. So we'll definitely yeah, get you on again at Maastricht, I think, yes. after the finals, and we'll talk <laughs> about it then. Wicked. Is it uh, going to come back in just a second with the drinks, and um, yeah, well done you. Right, so I'm back. So before I talk about Martin, I am going to dive into these two espressos that I've made. One that I made first set, one that I made second set, because this one's going to be a lot cooler, and it's something I'd like you to try with the espressos, but it, it, it's kind of really easy to do it if you can do it side by side, so. So with the cooler, you get lots more of the fruits that I'm expecting with this to come through. It's like a little shot of apricot, it really is. Um, when it's a little bit warmer, you see you get much more of the creaminess and a little less of those summer fruits in there. But do try the espresso side by side, just a little bit cooler. Pull one, wait about a minute, pull another. And I'm sure that uh, you'll agree that that's really interesting. So time for snozzer in the bowl. I have to do the espressos first. I don't like cold, cold espressos. So. Okay. So... The aroma of the dry grains is very much what I've just got in the espresso. You can smell like a citrus in there, you can smell the summer fruit. You can also, I mean, the one thing about Kenya coffees is they are beautifully aromatic. They are, um, they're the, let's think, what's the word I'm looking for? They're like the showgirl of the coffee world. They always show up well in aromatics, they always show up well in brewed coffee very much. Never a massive fan in espresso, but... That, that just smells amazing. I can smell it all day. Going to show you a picture of the rose colour now. Um, you'll see from the rose colour, this is a light roast. Um, this is nowhere near a medium roast. Uh, we are in, into, I'm past first crack, but not a great deal further. Um, to get the very best out of this coffee, you don't need to dark roast it. You need to be very gentle with it. Sleight of hand, being very careful. So, what shall I dive into first? Going to dive into the milk. That's much more acceptable to me as a drink than the espressos. The espressos are very tart. They're very kind of... Whereas the milk just kind of... It, give, it cancels out some of that acidity. It makes it a little bit more approachable. But what it does do, the acidity cuts through the milk. So you, you taste coffee, you taste the apricot, you taste the... And this is a weird descriptor, but I've, every time I drink this coffee, I find it is kumquat. You find the kumquat, it cuts through, you get citrus, and it works really well with the milk. As an espresso, it's a bit too much for me, um, but I can kind of understand why some people may like that. It's like kids who like sour sweets, you know. They're very sharp, they're very tangy, and that, and that fits the bill perfectly. Um, I said to Martin uh, that I would try it as an Americano because obviously that's what he had to do in his um, competition as a, as a last minute thing. So I am going to try it as an Americano and see how that works for my taste. Wow, lots of acidity and lots of peaches, lots and lots of peaches. That's actually quite delicious. Um, peaches, peaches, peaches. Um, and think a little bit of what's, what's the word I'm, th I'm thinking of? Um, mango. It's got a real mango hit to it, too. Try it as an Americano. That's really interesting. Um, I, and, a, and a warning, I hate Americanos. I absolutely detest Americanos. I would rather cut off my own leg most of the time than drink an Americano. But that's one of the, the, the most enjoyable I've had in a while. 
Save the best till last, because there's a Chemex, and I messed this Chemex up, by the way. I pulled the shots, and I hadn't finished the Chemex, and it was like, oh, water in quick, get it through. So, um, if this comes out well, then it comes out well. Thank you very much for the cup for, for, from Simon, Simon Floyd, uh, Flibster. Very kindly gave me two mugs at Christmas, and this is the other one. Apparently, I'm a coffee whore. Don't know what he means at all. Um, so, yes. Even though I messed it up, you still taste that peach, you still taste that apricot, you get lots of that, um, and this is weird because I've not found this before, but lots of the mango, it's very creamy, that is a good way to drink. I'm going to try and order them in, in, in some kind of order, so um, I'm going to put the espressos last, I'm afraid, it's an espresso, Kenyas have never been for me, uh, I hope one day to be proved wrong, but for now I haven't been. I'm going to put the milk a second. I actually enjoyed the milk very much, but um, I, I think the others are, are better. I think Americano was a pleasant surprise. First time I've actually found an Americano that I really kind of think is acceptable. Um, and that is a very, very worthy third and very close to the filtered version as well. But the, the, the brood, Kenyas and brood go together for me like apple pie and cream. You know, they just work well together. Um, whereas espresso is a bit like apple pie and a slice of pork and they just don't work. Where did pork come from? So, three things to know about this coffee. Um, it's a small cooperative coffee. Um, it is uh, from smallholders. We've around about 620 members of this group uh, and they all have around about 200 trees each, um, which is tiny, tiny, tiny. SL24 and SL28 varietal. Uh, cut profile is apricot, peaches, kumquat, citrus, mango, uh, with a creamy finish. Um, numbers, coffee is called Kenya Kaguya. It's a double A, which is the bean size. Uh, SL24, SL28, fully washed from the Thinkum coffee mill. Uh, altitude of 1700 to 1950 meters. The Maruru Farmers Cooperative. Um, as I've already said, 620 and 200 trees, and I think that's everything. Apologise about the wind. I am in a big wind tunnel in this, this roastery, and it, when the wind is like this, it rattles around. Um, I'm going to finish, because I wanted to finish quickly. Life is too short for bad coffee, and bad spirits, and all the things like that. Thank you very much, Martin, for coming on, and good luck in Maastricht.